1: Slash drink and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. That's zocdoc.com slash drink. ZocDoc.com slash drink. Birthday week is over. Yes. And I want to thank you for an amazing second birthday that we've spent Me? together. Yeah. Oh, thank you. We had a great time, I thought. I I mean,
2: yeah, I thought so, too.
1: Well, so we had a birthday show, and it went really well, and so many people brought us amazing gifts, and then Em and I did our own gift exchange on video that we're going to put on Patreon for all our $10 plus uh, subscribers, and there was one thing that I was lamenting over because it had not arrived, and today I got home and it arrived, and it was not even what I remembered ordering because it was truly like i said three weeks ago but i'm pretty sure it was more like six weeks ago and i opened it and i was like oh my what have i done is it not what you thought it was it's not what i thought i was but it's here for you and i'm gonna give it to you now because it just arrived at my house today this is my final gift to you this gemini season 2018
2: okay oh
1: what does it say on the on the box i didn't
2: see anything i just saw sugar bush okay it's a sugar. Is it a sugar bush stuffed animal? Because I, I don't. I don't mind. know what
1: it is. Because I just opened it and went. This is a bigger box than I expected.
2: Holy fuck! <laughs> it's an actual replica of sugar bush. <laughs> I must have ordered that when I was drunk. I
1: don't remember. You had to, have
2: been, no <laughs> sober person thanks of because this. Because in
1: the video, I said I ordered you a sugar bush birthday card and it hasn't arrived. Yeah. And then this shows up at my door and I'm like, oh my. Oh my! I made quite a choice. I went a little overboard. Wait, it what comes, does it say on the top?
2: there's there's a the lot of, no hang on hang on hang on there's a lot of things happening okay okay sugar okay first oh on. my god i'm looking oh at it i'm sorry i'm gonna cover it with my hands because it's a clear casing he came in
1: i can't breathe okay read it
2: okay so first there is a <laughs> gold sticker one of two the gold sticker says sugar bush squirrel happy birthday squirrel so i'm guessing that's the theme because there's multiple taxidermied <laughs> stuffed sugar bush squirrels obviously this is the theme of happy birthday squirrel and then hashtag ad
1: www.com
2: slash sugarbush squirrel.com www.com I'm are you drunk <laughs> www.sugarbushsquirrel.com then there's a second larger sticker oh, with
1: thank god sugarbush
2: dressed as an investigator oh thank god and a personal quote from sugarbush which reads hold
1: on okay go
2: be sure to remove all rubber bands and small objects from plush squirrel before giving to a small child wow sugarbush knows his shit all right time to crack this open
1: i forgot to remove all the rubber bands before giving it to the small oh, child that is you
2: pissed. okay oh I can't, <laughs> I can't fucking
0: stand this oh my god what is wrong with people and for the
2: second year in a row christine schiefer nailed the birthday game <laughs> look at it it comes it's literally sugarbush dressed in a birthday hat with a robe <laughs> and he's holding a sh- little bouquet of balloons. <laughs> He has white Converse. He has a t-shirt that says Happy Birthday in sequence. It's the size of an actual it's squirrel. It's the size of a this real is squirrel, so alarming. I and don't... there's a note that came with it with Sugarbush, real Sugarbush, in the real Happy Birthday outfit by the way. Oh, there it is. And it says Sugarbush squirrel wishes you a happy birthday. And excuse me, the paperclip is squirrel shaped. <laughs> that is not true here's what no, happened. Is true i'm
1: pretty sure i ordered the card and then it was like would you like to add this gigantic thing to your order of a birthday card and i was like yes please i'm and, not kidding it there i'm most impressed by the by the paper clip i think the <laughs> paper clips a nice
2: novelty that's touch. a nice touch also this card i think you were supposed to write something well but it. i
1: just arrived here i can't it says sugar bush squirrel wishes you i love that
2: there's absolutely no way this was a sober choice so you defending yourself (laughs) saying no i was drunk it's like yeah i know you're like that was not a question that's absolutely true oh my god it's
1: truly it's bone chilling (laughs) it's nuts it's nuts (laughs) so here's the thing eva do not laugh at that here's the thing (laughs) yeah today i went into my facebook so paypal sends me like receipts through facebook messenger which i don't know how that happens and were you like why the fuck is a
2: sugarbush squirrel card forty dollars how did you
1: take the words? It goes, because it, I was like trying to track it, so I looked in my Facebook messages and it was like thirty nine ninety nine from Sugarburst Squirrel. Oh, it's Squirrel. really forty dollars. Thirty nine ninety nine from Sugarburst Squirrel Inc. <laughs> and I was like. Did I pay forty dollars for a fucking picture of a squirrel? But this is so worth it. So when this arrived I was like, Oh hell yeah. <laughs> You're like, Well this makes sense. So I'm almost glad that this arrived after our video just so it could be I'm like glad a finale. It arrived, like post
2: hangover, so even you got surprised. Oh,
1: this is so
2: exciting for Truly, me. Truly this is just I wonder Oh my god,
1: look at the back of this card. It has a photo of this the world's most photographed squirrel.
2: Can you take a picture of this and then I'll give you a phone number to send this to because it's
1: oh my god it's so insane it has shoes on you
2: okay elevator music i'm sorry uh... all right anyway we're back
1: anyway sugar brush is wearing keds not converse i'd just like to clarify that makes it better way better
2: yeah yeah i wish he was like little like little vans
1: man this is great this is great wow i don't even remember i'm so
2: proud of drunk christine
1: i'm so good when i'm drunk i know anyway it was also like several months ago so i feel like i I sometimes do this where i'm like brilliant idea and then i run away from it and i'm like it'll surprise me later and that's exactly what i do that
2: remember you told me that um sleep me is drunk me remember my starbucks yes exactly when i'm really tired i might as well be drunk because i walk to starbucks and buy myself presents and then when i wake up i'm so and su-
1: i even write myself notes i'm like love you and literally <laughs> wrote themselves a note that said love you and then left a bunch of snacks on the coffee table and woke up to a note
2: I literally, and I was sleeping on the couch. So I literally just <laughs> rolled over from my nap. <laughs> and
1: then woke and up And then to, was like,
2: "Look at this. What I a nice th- message someone left me." And it was me. my handwriting and my fair foods and I was like, "I know Sleepy Me wouldn't buy anything See, for anyone else." This is what
1: I'm saying. So it's not I'm sorry, I need some wine. Um anyway,
2: happy birthday. Thank you. That's for you. Thank you for all my presents. I've already drank out of my custom M's Diner milkshake glass.
1: Yay! Em got me some Bob's Burger stuff, some Nickelodeon. Oh, I didn't even tell you I was wearing my Nickelodeon. So I had a Bob's Burger shirt on with this crazy pattern. Then Em came over and gave me Nickelodeon patterned pajama pants. So they were like this crazy combination. And I said, ha ha, can you imagine if I wore this out in public? A couple hours later, I'm falling asleep on the couch. It's on my birthday. We hear this horrifying, like, Crashing that lasts for probably like 10 seconds. Blaze and I like instinctively run out the front door. There's like a car on fire on the street bordering or like neighboring ours. And there's like this guy staggering around, and we're like, oh my God. So I'm calling 911, which by the way, it took me eight tries to get through because I kept saying, all operators are busy. Goodbye and hanging oh. up on me. <laughs> Well, that's a fun way. That's a fun thing to know before I need to call 911. So in case anyone is wondering, it took eight tries to reach fucking 911. So I called 911 eight fucking times, finally got through. And I was like, yeah, hi, there's a fucking car on fire. And they're like, is anyone in it? And I'm like, I don't know because I'm not going to walk up to it because it's on fire. And so we're like dealing with this. This drunk guy hit six cars outside of our street, totaled three of them, totaled his own Mercedes, caught the car on fire, stumbled out of it. Told the police that another guy was driving his car, a stranger, and he ran away. Mm-hmm. And we were like, <laughs> what? So I'm obviously, like, eavesdropping on the conversation with the police. The police are like, put out your cigarette right now. And then, like, arrest him because he fucking did it. Um... Anyway, I'm talking to our my neighbor and I'm like, oh, it's so nice to like chat with you finally. And then I see her kind of glancing down and I'm like, I'm wearing the fucking Bob's Burgers and Nickelodeon. <laughs> and I look so insane. Oh and I was like, it's my birthday. And they were like, what is wrong with her? Anyway. Meanwhile,
2: Christine texted me in the middle of the night saying, oh, yeah, I just called 911. And then I was texting her like, okay, what happened? I'm like, are you alive? And then I woke up the next morning and she hadn't texted me. And then come 10 o'clock that morning, I'm like, okay, I should probably start getting worried. And so I texted your brother and I was like, is Christine good? Because she oh, cryptically told I me you that didn't she didn't respond. No, I, I think... responded
1: many times. Oh, I didn't see that.
2: Well, <laughs> you're I was like, Christine cryptically texted me. I had to call 911 last night and then has never gotten back to me. So is the house
1: not on fire? The message was I just called 9-1-1, happy birthday, me, and then I just, like, stopped <laughs> I'm apologizing for that now. That's fine. How are you? Why are you drinking? Mm. Besides thinking I was dead for maybe a second.
2: I'm drinking because I'm just very stressed about this whole month. Uh, that being said, actually, we are not going to be having a Facebook Live this month. Right. Because either I'm busy or Christine's busy. There's no overlapping weekend where we actually get
1: to see each other this month. Right. But instead, next month, we have not asked Classic Kevin, but we're going to ask Classic Kevin (laughs) to do two... We're asking him
2: right now. Hello? Are you listening? Hello?
1: Fresh. We're asking Classic Kevin to do two stories for our Patreon page um, instead of the Patreon listener episode. So that will go out to everyone.
2: Also, speaking of CK, we... Had our live show in Irvine this weekend. It right. was Eva's first show that she came to. Oh, thank God she was there. She, she and Christine pitched in and got me this awesome ice cream cake that was in the shape of a haunted house with ghosts on it. Ah. And uh, a lot of people sent us amazing presents and gave us a, such nice presents. CK gave me. CK sent from the UK a Captain America Build-A-Bear and named it Captain M. Erica. Which is
1: just so precious.
2: And then Priscilla gave me an affinity Gauntlet that's also a can koozie. Uh, like, you can pour your drinks in it. And it's amazing. I have not stopped wearing it.
1: Uh, Priscilla got me a wine glass and she said she couldn't bring it. And it was, she's like, she was all distraught and she was like, it was supposed to be part of your gift and it got messed up because I had, I wanted it to say hashed. I sent it out to get engraved to say hashtag. I love lamp, but they sent it back and it said, I love lump. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I <don't laughs> Which it was, is kind of better. I laughed so hard. <laughs> and she's
1: like, Oh no, should I have given it to you that way? And I was like, no, don't stress. Like, don't worry but it was such a funny story i was like what a strange but so many people came out we after our
2: show we wanted to meet everyone so we ended up standing outside for like two and a half hours with everyone oh uh, we got kicked out of yard house (laughs) we got kicked out of yard house because there was too many of you guys so they were like (laughs) get out of here so uh just thank you to everyone that came out to irvine thank you to eva for
1: being our emotional backbone in the green room because i was having a shit show poor eva Um, And the the show was actually really fun. Um, We're going to post the audio of that sometime soon. Also, we have some shows coming up. The June 17th show is sold out in Hollywood, but we have some East Coast shows coming up. We cannot announce all of the dates yet. All we know so far is DC. There are two other ones coming that you guys should get excited for. And we'll post the tickets soon. So keep up to date on our social media. Yes. Also, this episode is sponsored by Samantha S. I forgot to mention that earlier. So Sam, Samantha, Sammy, how do you, what do you, Samantha? Sammy Sweetheart. Sammy Sweetheart. This is for you. We love you. Also, Song Finch. Yeah. Your song. Yeah. Did you like it? Yeah. Okay. So I had a Song Finch song made for him because I was like, what a throwback to like our original sponsor. And
2: also it was, uh, we had, it's like real neat that like a year ago on our birthday, we like had just... Yeah. made our first song finch song and we were celebrating our birthday and we were like well what if like next year like can you imagine where we'll be next year like maybe we'll I have forgot. done like a live show and we had no idea we would I be doing one on that. our birthday yeah i forgot about and that. so it was very touching that on our live show on our birthday which we could have never
1: dreamed of you're no. playing
2: a song finch song for me
1: and I did not know how to react. It was awful. I felt like I put you in a weird spot because I played the song at the beginning of the show when M was already so fucking nervous.
2: <laughs> no, it gave me a second to like chill the fuck out. But also, I did not know Christine was going to play it. All I knew was just let go, let God. <laughs> and she was like, something's going to happen. Just get on stage. <laughs> just shut up. <laughs> just shut up and let it happen. But it was really
1: sweet. Apparently, Allison almost started crying. And... Yeah, Allison did say... And it was, God, it made me cry so many times that I had to watch it six times before the show to make sure I got it out of my system, um, because they did such a good job. And they nailed it. I want to play it for you guys here. It really, it's short and it's really nice. And I just want you guys to hear it. Um, it has a lot of like podcast references and like friendship references and um, geo references. Geo, it's mostly about Geo and um, <laughs> and their special bond. It's
2: almost like Geo wrote a song for me.
1: Yes, pretty much. I'm out of the picture, really. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's the song and Songfinch is again like this isn't even sponsored but they are an amazing company and if you guys use I think they still use the code why we drink and it gets $20 off so you know for Father's Day or anything it's a really great gift idea and I want you guys to hear it because I can't stop playing it and I need everyone to hear it Mm
2: It's not a crime,
1: it's not a mystery, but my best friend, he's the one who gets me. Although there is a slight chance, it's only
2: for my dog. Yeah, I wanna thank you for your ghost story. We know he's brave, we know he's kind And if that's not enough, he's got a brilliant mind And I'll never forget
1: the time we spent On tractor rides with Farmer Bob He'll be there when I say I do Help me
2: leave my comfort zone too If Uncle M, did I mention how much you love my dog? Star best song thank you for that song that was very very sweet
1: oh oh man we've been talking a while sorry y'all
2: well that was expected let's go when is that not the case
1: by now you've probably heard about burrow a new kind of furniture company known for timeless designs durable materials and details that make life in your space easier Can get 15% off their first order at burrow.com/slash drink. That's dot com slash drink for 15% off. Burrow.com
0: slash drink. Shopping for humans is hard, but shopping for your dog is easy thanks to Bark. Every month they deliver toys and treats just for your pup because they deserve to be
1: spoiled. At Bark, they send your dog a whole new collection of toys and treats made just for them every single month. Whether it's their fun plush toys from BarkBox or their ultra-tough toys from SuperChewer, they give your dog exactly what they want. And for a limited time, they'll double your first box for free. To get your free upgrade, go to BarkBox.com drink. That's right, you can sign up now at BarkBox.com drink for this exclusive offer.
0: This ad is now over. Let's go back to petting our dogs.
2: All right. I've got my sugar bush.
1: <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was real
1: oh, good, guys. I'm hilarious.
2: That was a real good one. Oh god, can you imagine if we just like had him mounted next to the
1: two pictures? It's actually really perfect. Oh man, I'll get him a little shelf. Right here, sorry. I would love to hear a story. Tell me a story.
2: Uh, okay. I was for a second. I was gonna be like, I don't
1: have a story. Yeah, you seemed like you were hesitant. Yeah, and then I was like, that's not gonna be funny. But
2: I said it anyway. So, <laughs> um, this comes from Yuma, Arizona. Where it, it apparently does snow. We we are very aware oh my God, of I know. all of the emails. I get it. There's snow in Arizona.
1: We get I just, it. Sorry. We get it. Sorry. There's mountains. I know. English isn't Christine's first language. Neither is geography.
2: Um, so this is the Yuma Territorial Prison.
1: Ooh. It sounds creepy.
2: It is creepy. All right. It is the state's first prison. It was actually a prison before it was... Arizona was even really a state. It was just territory, which is why it's a territorial prison. Got it. So it's older than Arizona. And the location uh, was chosen to be a prison because it was one of the hottest parts of the desert. So no escape was even going to be worth it.
1: (gasps) So you'd be like in holes, like stranded in the desert. Yeah. Like Shia LaBeouf. Like any
2: movie with a desert theme. Yeah. Okay. Just stranded. I'm just like 127 hours.
1: Mm. did you watch that
2: yeah where james franco cuts his arm off yeah
1: but holes is more like you're stranded in the desert
2: right not in mountains i hear you yeah so in 1876 the first seven inmates not only entered the jail but beforehand were forced to build the jail oh that's so mean so to build their own cells and then they were i guess the people in charge of them were incredibly strict of how they built it so, as they were building it, they were building it knowing that there was no way to get out. Well, because that's just mean. I would think if I were helping build the prison, I would build myself a little nook and cranny to get out. But they were super strict and, like, watched them rigorously. So, they, would like, anytime they thought about, you know, making a little... Like you know, some loose
1: bricks or something. Right.
2: They, like, couldn't do it. Oh, my. So, they built it very sturdy. It The jail itself only lasted 33 years. Um It held... 3,069 prisoners. Jesus. Sorry, I got stumbled because I saw 69. I knew what I was going to say. Okay, 3,069 prisoners and only 29 of them were women. Wow. But also 29 of them were women. Yeah. So some bad bitches in the 1900s. Watch your language. So the main crime for people in this jail was grand larceny. Mm -hmm. But some of them were there for murder. Some of them were for like Polygamy.
1: Okay, but like, what's grand larceny? Stealing. Okay, but like, by a large, a
2: large thievery, amount of intense thievery. Like a, like I think it's like, what's it now? Like five thousand dollars or more or something. Oh, really? Is it five thousand or five hundred? Eva, <laughs> just Google grand larceny before I shoot myself in the mouth. Tell me. Shoot something. myself in the foot. Shoot myself in the mouth. <laughs> shoot, what Jesus. is wrong with me? You are
1: in a really negative place today. Dark...
2: Shoot myself in the foot. I think foot in the mouth. mouth I know. My, yeah.
1: Yeah, I saw where it came from. It was just.
2: I think you know me better
1: than I do, Grand Larceny? It's ranging between a thousand and five thousand. Okay. Oh, okay. There's that. Thousand and five thousand. That's not too bad. No. Oh, over a certain amount, and it varies. So it's the minimum is between a thousand and five thousand. Okay. Oh, okay. So just like a lot of money. Okay.
2: You just like a lot of money. Just got like it, rent. Got it. Got it.
1: Like stealing rent. Stealing your monthly rent. Got it.
2: So, during those 33 years, 111 prisoners died. Oh. Um. Mainly from tuberculosis, some of it was from scarlet fever, and some of it was from whooping cough.
1: Whooping? You mean whooping? Whooping cough. Whooping cough. Okay.
2: The townspeople of Yuma called this prison the country club on the Colorado River. Um... Because it had the most modern amenities in the town. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. So,
2: compared to like the common households in Yuma, Arizona at the time, this place actually had electricity forced ventilation two bathtubs three showers
1: and a prison band and white people and a golf course and
2: jet skis and a lake
1: yep in the desert got it
2: so uh prisoners were also able to take educational classes where they could learn to read write play instruments and speak spanish and or german oh hey so, um, not only that, but more amenities included having having regular medical attention and access to a good hospital. So, like, so far, it seems like the place to be. I was going to say, this is really... So, like, I'd commit grand larceny for that.
1: I'd steal my rent for that.
2: Uh-huh, uh-huh, It's uh-huh. not so bad. They had a band and everything? A band. Wow. People got together and just... Like, jammed? drummed some strings. Some, like, DMB covers? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get it. You yeah, get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Hate Dave Matthews Band. I keep getting enemies through saying what I hate, so... I should stop.
2: Well, how do you feel about Jimmy Buffett?
1: You, We already know about that. Jimmy Buffet? I'm making a lot of enemies on this podcast.
2: So, uh, also, this prison was the first public library in the territory where they had over 2,000 books in the prison, which aided in the prisoners being able to learn to rewrite right, and speak right, right. different languages. But visitors could also come tour the prison and check out books. So really? Really? half prison half library
1: so you're like kid let's go to the library with but some don't inmates. don't look to your left yeah <laughs>
2: it's like if they want the book just give them the book just give them the jesus, book. jesus that is wild people that were not inmates thought it was great but people that were inmates called it the hell hell hole i mean that sounds pretty much like a
1: jail yeah oh, that's it's, it's great there's a jail with criminals stuck inside it's it. like oh no it's actually pretty fucking they bad. don't like it
2: so the cells were too small to accommodate the six people that were in each cell. Oh, no. It was supposed to be for only three, so it was doubled. Oh, no, no. Um, there were no bathrooms, just a bucket.
1: Well, Oh, my God. So they had a fucking band, but no bathrooms? They had
2: either two showers and three bathtubs or three showers and two bathtubs. In the whole place? In the whole place, but that was considered modern amenities <gasps> because at least Fuck. it was relatively... At least you had the opportunity. They had, like,
1: plumbing, quote-unquote.
2: Right. But Jeez. they didn't have toilets, which, by the way, I think is, like, the most important of all of them.
1: Yeah, I don't give a shit if you're going to wash my hair, but, like, let, let me go to the bathroom. Me... Yes. Oh, no. So
2: there were bed bugs and roaches everywhere. There were also, because it was the desert, snakes and
1: scorpions. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. And uh, pretty large spiders. They were probably tarantulas.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Don't email me that tarantulas are not in Arizona, please.
2: <laughs> List some other things, too, that just a polar bears and like a dragon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Us so,
0: us are there, um, we're there.
2: So the punishments, although it seemed like a great place to be for jail, <laughs> um the punishments were also considered humane for the time, uh especially because no executions ever took place in this prison.
1: Oh, okay so i'm like jumping on any good thing you're like oh great good good i still want to be there there's no toilets but that's okay yeah i don't die though no no unless from like
2: Unsanitary <laughs> environments, <laughs> which is another way people fair often die. Fair point. Fair um, point. So the punishments were considered humane. However, these days they were not humane. Oh no! Um, the prison was very strict. So if there was any, like even a whisper of fighting, gambling, failing to bathe, or making weapons, they would be punished. I like the whisper of like not bathing when there's two bathtubs. Hold on. How can you be punished for that? You just get punished. But you can't bathe. It's like, oh, you literally can't bathe, but you're supposedly thinking about not bathing. There's oh.
1: no toilets, but someone's whispering that you smell bad. <laughs> That's really fucking unfair.
2: Uh, so they were super, super strict. And the rule breakers would be locked in the very humane strap iron cage um, uh, in the very humane dark cell, which mm. is a very humane solitary confinement. This is that actually
1: upsetting me. For some reason. Do you reason. know what
2: a strap iron cage looks like? Eva.
1: <laughs> do I? Why? Are you asking her? Yeah, do you know what it looks like? I think so. Is it the thing with the boop, boop? No, am I wrong? You threw me with the beep, boop.
2: <laughs> it's just like a very, very almost closed off iron box. But because you can kind of see through it, it's considered a cage. Um you've been there eva's been there eva you find out now eva has a picture of her wow and the full circle ends doesn't it bars also are the sanderson sisters on your shirt Yeah. what's that god damn it just a reminder that christine's never seen hocus pocus all right
1: i'm so tired of everyone you're so tired of it maybe you're so tired you'll watch it i'm never gonna watch it now because everyone's so mad at me about it christine but you would love it yeah but i'm mad because everyone keeps yelling at me about it well they deserve to okay exactly. i'm never gonna understand her did shit. you just think
2: three random women no, like I sex I assume in the city that's what minus what
1: I, one i assume that's what it was from but i wasn't gonna bring it up because i knew everyone was gonna bitch at me about it it
2: kind of does look like sex in the city My, it looks like Samantha you're the one who there. came
1: up with that not <laughs> me anyway. okay what's this what is it a what that's what it looks like yeah that's a strap what
2: so that is in the middle of solitary confinement.
1: Oh. Oh, oh no. Huh? Okay, okay. I got it. So it's a literal fucking cage. It's a literal cage in a dark
2: cellar. Mm, okay. Literally called the dark cellar. Cute. And the whole cellar itself was 10 by 10 feet. You were stripped down to your underwear. Mm. Sometimes, if you were lucky, most of the times you were stripped entirely naked. And your legs were shackled to two separate ring bolts. So your legs oh, are spread God eagle, Or if they were being nice, you could walk around and they would just have you attached to a ball and chain in the cage in the cell. Oh, my God. Um, while housed there, the, while housed in the dark cell, the prisoners were only given one meal a day, which was bread and water. Um, the only light that came into the area was from one vent in the ceiling. And after dark, the place was pitch black. Oh, and you would be there indefinitely. Oh, God. Prisoners also swear that in that vent with the light, the guards would purposely put scorpions and snakes down the vent shaft. No,
1: no, drop on top
2: of them in the pitch black. Can you
1: imagine sleep finally falling asleep in a fucking square? Okay, I'm going to die. Also,
2: you're not going to the bathroom except on yourself and then sleeping in the puddle of it. And then then snakes and scorpions are climbing on you because the guards think it's funny.
1: It's like the worst kind of fear factor.
2: Yeah. So um, there are prisoner records that say that scorpions and snakes would crawl over them while they were trying to sleep in the dark cell. God, what a nightmare. And then many of those reports also say, I know that the guards are purposely putting them down the vents because I can hear them laughing outside. But to be fair, to be fair to the guards, potentially, a lot of people like went insane in there. I mean, for good reason. However, maybe they were they went insane, and then they started hearing laughing and things like that, or sure. feeling things on them. Or maybe they were right. Who knows? But they don't have like an official. Right. All right. they have are statements no from people who right. are losing it. So okay. There's also Cell 14, where a prisoner John Ryan stayed in the early 1900s, and his crime was quote against nature. So probably oh, sexual deviant. gay. It could have been homosexuality, it could have been assaulting women, or assaulting men, or assaulting children.
1: Well, okay. One um, of those is okay, the rest are not.
2: A sexual sexual deviance of the time. Sure. Um, no one at the prison liked him. Apparently he just, like, nobody liked him, not even the guards. And he ended up committing suicide in his <gasps> cell. No. So cell 14 is known to be one of the more haunted areas of the jail. Oh. Some notorious inmates... Um, is one man named William Jordan Flake in 1884. He was the first one that was put in prison for polygamy, and he served six months, and he had 20 kids. What? I only threw that in for the 20 kids thing. You gotta. Um, Also, there were two girls known as... there There were two women, excuse me, not girls. There were two women that were notorious inmates known as the Bad Girls of the West. Oh, me too. Right um and that's you and eva and one Aww. tell me which one you want to be okay and then the other one gets to be eva okay okay so there's a bandit queen yeah 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 her name is pearl heart uh-huh and she robbed a stagecoach. oh yeah and she was sentenced to five years and she used her feminine wiles with oh. both the prisoners and the guards alike and got herself pardoned after two years mm, hell yeah i think people might want to be her because that's the next me. one that's me that's me that's me. Eva, that's me. Ready to hear your fate, Eva? Elena Estrada. Oh, she has a cool name, though. Well, she was also sentenced to seven years for manslaughter, not murder, which I find interesting because she stabbed her husband, Mm. cut open his chest, pulled out his heart, and threw it at his face. (laughs) (laughs) And the husband was cheating, which is why she did that. So she had. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Very symbolic.
1: I mean, I don't know. I feel like... I feel like they're both... Um, I mean, it's
2: your call. It's really up to God at this point, I think. So it's not even your call. Just
1: hold on tight. What's something- the first one's name? Pearl? Pearl. I'm Pearl. Oh. That's also my birthstone, so might as well.
2: Oh, okay. Good luck, Eva. So overcrowding resulted in the prison's closing. Um Ugh, I just ate a bug. I'm sorry. That just... Sent chills down my spine. It died.
1: I'm sorry I didn't get to save it.
2: It died because you swallowed it.
1: It died because it drowned in my wine and then went in my mouth.
2: Well, you drowned in wine too, so.
1: But at least I survived.
2: (laughs) Barely every night. (laughs) So, knock on wood. When you do survive, you buy fucking sugar bush life size squirrels. And so. so,
1: don't you want me to survive? Thank you very much. I think you should keep surviving. Okay
2: um okay so overcrowding was the reason why the prison closed obviously because it had been overcrowded since the beginning yeah, they had like double the people right in mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then for them to think that overcrowding was a problem years later must have meant it was m- like 10 <laughs> it people was actually per cell. a problem right um so convicts ended up getting employed to build the next jail too so just like how they built this what jail the fuck? so they
1: just like took them out and then moved them to it's build... basically
2: like free like free labor like you tell them you're gonna pay them right. you don't pay them and then you trap them in the thing they built oh, um and so they built a new facility in florence arizona yeah. and the last inmate was transferred to that jail in 1909 so oh wow long as time of ago 19 yeah so 33 years the whole jail was open so after 1909 from 1910 to 1914 the former prison was now a high school so oh. like students could literally say that their their school was Wait, a prison. are you serious yeah
1: so they had a homeroom inside a fucking jail. jail cell and uh
2: it was the yuma high school and their sports team was called the criminals no
1: listen this is an emo kids dream like i'm inside <laughs> why a, isn't this a follow-up boy song uh it probably is <laughs> i'm inside a jail cell at home homeroom is a jail Go cell Go,
2: criminals
1: Man, it really is. Homeroom is a jail. Cell. I wonder
2: what their colors were, like blood red. And no, like, they were
1: orange, duh, like oh, a right. fucking prison jumpsuit,
2: jailbird stripes. Uh, so, hobos and drifters after the school closed after four years, which means like there's a set of people who are freshmen to seniors that were like there for the full but four years. It. But that's it. Was that's four, it. four years? Yeah. Oh my god. From 1910 to 1914. So then, <laughs> they tried, and then they were like, "This is too much." So then, after they <laughs> closed it. After one full graduating
1: class. They were like, Vice keeps showing up and trying to make documentaries (laughs) about our fucking high school.
2: After that, hobos and drifters moved into the building. And then homeless families also joined the hobos and drifters once the Great Depression happened. And they couldn't afford to live in their houses anymore. So everyone started taking up cells to live in there. Damn. Um, Now only the cells, the main gate, and the tower remain as Eva can vouch per her trip there. Right. And in the 1950s, it turned into part of the Arizona State Historic Park. Wow. There's only one ghost tour a year, which is the last Saturday of every October. Man. <laughs> Let's go. But we've got other things. I, I was going to say, so many we many got to in like
1: 40 years, though, when we finally die down with all our plans. Yes. Okay. Okay. Write that down.
2: Okay. Eva? Eva, write that down. Um. All right. So for the ghosts, um. which, by the way... Actually, I'm not going to tell you yet. I'm just going to say you're going to have quite a journey with this one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs>
2: it's going to be like a spiritual one, a philosophical I'm gonna one. I'm going to
1: have an awakening. I got you're it. You're going
2: to have like this, like this moment for mm. you, an awakening.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: Um, okay. So it's reported by park rangers and staff members because now this is also a, is it a store or a tour? How does it work? You were there. Um, you kind of walk yourself through.
1: So
2: okay. Like a, like a, self-guide. a self-guided yeah. tour. Is there, like, a gift shop or something?
1: You know, I feel like I would have remembered a gift shop because I love me a gift shop, and I don't
2: think there <laughs> a... I love me a
1: prison gift shop. Eva loves me a gift shop. I mean, hello, Alcatraz. Uh, I mean, Alcatraz. I only buy things in gift shops, so I get it.
2: Well, so I don't know if there is still a gift shop. Maybe only during the tour or something. You
1: know, I think you can, because I actually have on my trunk a Yuma sticker. It's like a... Okay. Or or something like that.
2: So it might not be, like, a prison gift to- gift store. It might be, like, a historical state I park think gift store. And I think okay that might be it oh because it's in the park yeah that makes sense yeah yeah we trust you evo
1: i don't but Anne does
2: (laughs) um so reported by the park rangers and the staff members there's a lot of stories especially in the dark cell Um, oh no in the dark cell you get a sense of being stared at you feel incredibly uncomfortable and something definitely doesn't want you in there you can hear people crying from different corners. So oh. if you stand in one corner, you'll hear it on the other side of the room, and then you'll walk over and you'll hear it from where you were standing.
1: Um,
2: there is a photo on record of a tourist in the 1930s, and she's fine. But right behind her is a clear image of a man who one was not there, and two is on the inside of the opening of a cell.
1: Oh, so he's leaning no. up in the cell.
2: With the picture. In
1: 1930? In the 1930s. Wow.
2: There were ghosts back then.
1: But they had photos back then.
2: Like a heart. Like a intense like, a, like the intense Like, the intense like you had to pay money for like that you shit. You had to stand there for 10 minutes. Right. The exposure There's no went... portrait mode. Right. They had to cover the cap for the light to not fuck it up oh
1: right there's no puppy uh filter you couldn't retake it yeah yeah it
2: was like a one and done kind of thing got it got it got it got it so um also in the cell oh the cell where the man was leaning up in the picture yeah that cell has since been walled up because so many people kept reporting a man standing in there jesus um it was also where the clinically insane prisoners were housed before they got moved to other facilities Mm -mm. Um, And people will often hear clapping, laughing, and screaming and wailing, which is like its own version of a scream. I'm going to be
1: honest. That's a terrible combination, all of the above. (laughs)
2: Laughing (laughs) and wailing.
1: (laughs) Laughing, clapping, and wailing.
2: Mm -hmm. Um, So people used to hear those in that area. And then if they were by themselves or took a picture, they would see a man standing there. There was a writer from the magazine Arizona Highways, which wow sounds like oh, the most boring fucking magazine. I love that.
1: No, I'm a subscriber of
2: the highways.
1: Mm, yep. Arizona you Highway specifically. Easy
2: ways. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> listen, I do their crossword every month.
2: It's like, which interstate connects to this area? Like, I don't even know how to make that boring of a crossword. Oh. Okay. I like to imagine that maybe it's it's a little spicier than I think it oh, is. Oh, it's so
1: spicy. I mean, you don't even know. The highways, they're so
2: good. You got to check them out. Em, um, you got to know. Spicy what, highways. Listen,
1: you got to know what rest stops are at which intersections.
2: That's fair. Actually, that's a good point. Uh, thank you. I mean, I always just thought I'd look at a map.
1: It, no, that's lame. Map doesn't give you. Eva,
2: can you see if Arizona Highways is still a legitimate magazine?
1: Um, Arizona Highways gives you the, the star rating of each rest stop and hot dog stand.
2: Is that true? That we should yes, just call that Yelp now. Yes, it is now. accurate. Contest winners. Oh, fire, and fire restrictions. restrictions. Oh. Wow. Arizona highways does not fuck around. Oh. It's, on newsstands now so it is cur- it is a, a real thing hashtag ad hashtag
1: <laughs> arizona please sponsor us
2: uh can you imagine if like in a couple days or in a couple weeks you hear us talking about arizona highways during an ad oh
1: i will shout a lot we'll be like yeah guys this is really fucking i happening. will shout some. let's make a fake ad if they don't i want to advertise you know them, christine
2: when we're on our road trips and uh-huh. you know we love uh-huh. them we love a road trip sometimes i really just need to crack open a big old magazine of arizona highways if you use our promo code azhighways.com slash don't drink when you're driving slash don't
1: (laughs) slash don't drink and drive (laughs) (laughs) oh no help me we're sorry we're sorry
2: so um a writer from the magazine our favorite azhways um wanted to spend two days and nights in the dark cell by the way if this is the material arizona highways is actually writing about i'm fucking down
1: this sounds like some buzzfeed unsolved shit i'm in they
2: wanted he wanted to do an investigative overnight stay for 48 hours in the dark cell and wanted to be treated as an inmate oh my god okay arizona highways just got fucking dark also
1: like (laughs) print journalism is not dead and they are adapting thank you very much
2: they requested to be chained by the feet.
1: And okay, with, no. This is aggressive. And with
2: nothing but bread and water to eat and drink for 48 hours in the dark south. Listen, I
1: applauded them at the beginning, and now this is getting a little too much for me.
2: They also had people put a heavy blanket over mm. the only light source so that they would stay in the dark.
1: And then started the dropping time. scorpions on top of them.
2: Oh, I don't think they requested that. I don't think Arizona Highways is that dark. Thank God. Um, They they have, like, a limit. Thank God. Some, so Someone has to. So... Um, the staff did all this, like totally, and obviously she was like guarded in case something bad was going to happen. Within only a few hours, she was already screaming for help, claiming that <gasps> someone was in the cell with her, and nobody was. But she remembers them pacing back and forth Ugh. in the room with her and hearing their feet shuffling across I just got the, the floor.
1: Major creeps.
2: The offices and the museums, uh, they have also experienced a couple things. So specifically. Um, items from the store will move around on their own. So, like, they'll restock themselves or, like, re- reorganize themselves. Oh, that's and nice. The lights will turn on and off. Things will fly off the shelves. Coins from the register in the gift shop will fly into the air and land back in the drawer perfectly. Oh, Like little nice. Olympic coins. And in cell 14, there is ice... Co- oh, this is the one where the guy committed suicide. Right. Sure. Cell 14.
1: The sexual deviant.
2: <clears throat> yes. Uh, there were Apparently, whenever you're in there, there is always an ice cold air, no matter what the temperature is, only a feet, a couple feet away. Um, there is a man in the room with you. You can hear him heavy breathing. Oh. You can hear him shivering. Oh, my God. You can hear shackles behind you. And when you leave, someone knocks on the other side of the door. I
1: have major creeps right now.
2: Also, the door will open and close itself. And a woman is heard singing in the visitor's area right outside. So they think that the woman singing might be one of the family members that was there during the Great Depression.
1: Whoa. Oh, because when the homeless people were living Cause there. The,
2: yeah, a bunch of families were staying there. Right. Also, which I think is creepy, um, you can hear ambient sounds of a cafeteria getting louder and louder oh. until you look in the room and there's nothing in there. Ew. Which I, my my dad and my stepmom have had this happen a lot of times. Their house is like bananas haunted. Really? Like I'm afraid to sleep there. In Virginia? Yeah. Like mm. when I used to have to, um, when I was a kid growing up, I had to like stay like certain weekends with them or like, I remember every Wednesday night I had to sleep at their house. Mm. Um, hashtag custody. I was going to say me and too, so Wednesday I, nights. And I remember every, every, t- every Wednesday morning fucking dreading going to my dad's house because I knew I was going to get stared at by some fucking demon in my room.
1: Um, Didn't you have that at your mom's too?
2: Yeah, I did. But it was a different one. Oh. I could sense this thing. This thing fucking hated me. Like, if it could have killed me, it would have. Oh, good. And, um... But so that place is still crazy haunted. And apparently when my... If my dad goes to sleep early, my stepmom will hear, like, a party in the bedroom where he's sleeping. What? Like, while he... My dad, like, also does not give a shit about this stuff, which blows my mind. But he's, like, dead asleep in the bedroom. So she'll go outside to the living room. And when she's watching TV... She has to keep turning the volume up because she hears what sounds like a fucking bar party going on in the bedroom. And when she decides to finally turn the TV off or like the volume is all the way up, she'll turn it off and walk into the room to tell him like he's she's assuming that he's like playing music or turning, watching TV, or watching or TV. TV. She'll go in. It's pitch black. He's out cold. That's actually and all the sounds will go. away.
1: Absolutely terrifying. He like
2: just wants her in that room. Like it's just uh, trying to get her attention. I would
1: never sleep in there ever again. Ugh, ugh just
2: thinking about that place i fucking hate that house so love you dad hashtag so, divorce <laughs> ha, ha 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 that's the curse that's the curse good time see it's like when you're a child of divorce it's like do i really care that my parents got divorced no or like am i more scared that there no. are ghosts
1: in two houses right now? i don't give a shit it's just like now i have to be in two scary ass houses it's like one haunted
2: house was enough but jesus yeah. okay so anyway And also those were the days, by the way, where the only game on my phone was fucking Snake. So Uh, when I used, and like internet was one of those things where when you press the button by accident, you like rapidly close out. Do you remember the the
1: world would start spinning and you were like, It costs like 10 minutes per second to be on the internet on your phone. yeah, 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 yeah
2: uh kids these days don't know how lucky
1: 10 minutes per second but so
2: i would literally play snake until the point of exhaustion like under like five layers of blanket yep because i just felt like i knew something was on the other side of that blanket and i would just play snake until i passed out
1: my dad's house was haunted too and my brother had a different room than me and i would text him all night being like is that you are you awake and he would never respond and it turns out he had just gone to bed really early and i just heard somebody walking back and forth across my bedroom and i'd be like oh sinner come in it was never fucking him and then I'd whip open the door and no one was there. And it happened every single week on a Wednesday night because I would be there Wednesdays, mm. Wednesdays and Saturdays every yep. week. Oh, what a nightmare, man. Ugh, it was just and my brother worst. never heard anything. And my dad would always be like, it's OK. Mr. Chatfield's friendly. And I'm like, I don't give a shit. He's walking around and scaring the
2: shit out of me. My ex, when I mean, she, I was with her for several years and she was very sensitive to that stuff, too. And I, it like it didn't like me it hated her and like it would wait until i fell asleep and really just like annoy the shit out of her oh god like she would hear like heavy boots like dragging in my room where we're sleeping Mm -mm. and like apparently as hard as she would try to wake me up i like would not wake up like Mm -mm. it it made me sleep deeper so she would have to deal Mm -mm. with it alone Mm -mm. it's so gross anyway okay so ambient sounds of a cafeteria (laughs) okay sure
1: there was a cafeteria
2: um also like i said coins in the register how they would like land back in the register by themselves chris angel
1: Uh uh-huh
2: sometimes they would also move themselves around into different categories mean um making a mess everywhere they would also throw themselves out of the register and on the floor just to piss you off but then when you turned around to like go walk over and start picking them up they were already put back neatly
1: okay that's kind of kind of it was like
2: just fucking with you i guess and then also the bills were never touched
1: oh so just the coins
2: yeah interesting um one of these spirits is not a prisoner but was a little girl according to a medium who's gone there and she is a family member that also died there in the 1930s Mm. apparently she's very attracted to people who wear red because that was the color that her mom
1: wore oh honey
2: um she is known to pinch poke and touch people with her icy cold bony fingers
1: okay all of a sudden she's not so cute she was cute for a fucking second
2: managers will have conversations with their employees that are in other rooms so they're shouting to each other and when the manager goes to talk to the employee face to face there's nobody in the room what they were just talking to someone and then all of a sudden they're gone
1: what the fuck
2: you'll all see her muffled conversations in empty rooms witnesses see things out of the corners of their eyes Feet um, feel like they're on fire when they're walking through certain parts of the jail, um, and also people will hear band music, guitar strums, people applauding, and the sound of dancing on a stage. Okay, so I'm gonna get back to that. Just remember that. Remember the band thing. Got it. So the EVPs that are have, that have been recorded in this place. Someone said, "What is your name?" And the EVP caught Isabella. Oh. So they look back through the 29 women on the roster, and there's a woman named Ila- Isabella Washington, who was in jail for a year after throwing her baby over a bridge. <gasps> um, there's another EVP, but as soon as you walk into the dark cell, it says, hi. Mm-mm. There's another one when you walk into the dark cell, it says, get out.
1: Mm-mm.
2: Um, when someone, another person said, what's your name? And the EVP caught Frank Leslie and Frank Leslie was actually a person that was what? incarcerated there for murdering Billy the kid. Shut up! And he apparently haunts the place. Holy shit. <clears throat> you will also hear weird, excited breathing and laughter. Like,
1: <laughs> oh, okay, I was like about that. to say, like this. And then I was like, nobody wants to hear that. And then M did it anyway.
2: Sorry. There's also EVPs that say, I hate her. Mm, me too. For people like talking, like, about. About the investigators in the room with them. Oh, okay. Uh, the so EVPs will catch. I hate her talking about the investigator. Mm. Look at them, like as if there's multiples talking They're to like each other, chatting. Yeah, like there's multiples talking to each other. I hate her. Look at them. Quick, hide. Huh? Throw a rock at them. No. Who's in charge here? Go get her. Nope. And then another one, when being questioned, um, said, "Enough already." another one has said evil bitch oh fuck that's real bad someone has said um an investigator said is riley here which was the name of one of the inmates and the evp caught this is riley there's also evps of i'll kill you back off and when an investigator an investigator named carol came into the room there's an evp saying carol just walked in Mm. the spirit box which by the way christine got me one for a my birthday oh, yeah. happy birthday and i've played with it already and it's wait what seriously
1: fun no we are supposed to play with it
2: well i should have kept it here then huh
1: yeah you should have showed it to me i have okay. never used one before
2: okay I'll, I'll bring it back
1: okay we'll make a patreon video
2: uh there is a there are spirit box uh voices that have said i'm lonely <gasps> and when walking towards a dark cell the spirit box said don't go into there huh. uh-oh uh, people have also seen a shadow, and then right away an EVP was caught of someone laughing. Um, there was a sound in real time that didn't, like, it just sounded like a bang or a, like a snap or something, and the investigators didn't know what it was, but when they played it back, it was actually an EVP saying, I'm coming. Uh, 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 uh-uh. But it was, it was like, powerful enough that they heard something in real life and couldn't, couldn't figure out what it said. Wow. Uh, also, an investigator with a tongue piercing was on the tour and EVPs caught, look at her tongue, crazy freak. Because it was, like, back in the 1900s. They didn't have tongue piercing. Crazy freak. They've also said, can you talk? Can you talk louder so we can hear you? And then EVP has said, make me. (laughs) And then uh, there has been a woman reportedly seen after EVPs have been caught on audio. Like, there's been a phantom woman Standing in the corner of the dark cell, staring up at the ceiling.
1: Oh, Ghost- okay.
2: Mm, I don't like that. Um, <clears throat> so, that all being said, who is your favorite ghostly guy?
0: Ghostly guy?
1: What you, like, you mean Zach Baggins guy? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. He's not ghostly, but godly yeah. no, no yeah the my, opposite my favorite god among men is zach baggins so
2: i am not gonna play it for everyone to hear because um i don't i just don't want to find out that we can get sued for this but what i did look up it's on youtube and it is called ghost adventures hellhole prison performing prison band so even might have to delete this is what you're saying like elevator music or just cut it out <laughs> okay whatever Elevator music? Sure. Elevator music.
1: Oh, my God. Y'all, Google this right immediately right now. Google Ghost Adventures, Hellhole Prison, Performing Prison Band, because I have never been so entertained by anything in my entire goddamn life.
2: I thought Christine would get a kick out of just how dramatic it is. Oh, I
1: cannot handle it.
2: So, obviously, I cannot vouch and say that this is fake or real. However, it looks incredibly staged, no pun intended, since it's a performing band. Oh, my. However, uh, I think, it like, regardless of the legitimacy of it, it was at least smart of them if they had done their research to do some sort of band thing. Like a band, right. a lot of people have reported guitar strumming, band, the sound of dancing on a stage, and applauding. Right. Which are all the four things that they covered. Right, and so supposedly, because this a stage is still there, you can you can hear someone dancing, or if you provoke them and ask for a show, they'll tap hear, dance for you. You'll hear well in to other people's actual oh, stories. Oh, oh. If you were if you like ask to hear something on EVP later, you'll hear like a couple strings of a guitar or something. Oh, uh... but this just seems a little like if this is how if this is how intelligent they are, then I mean, no one would believe that ghosts don't exist. You know. So I don't know if I believe that that's real,
1: but it's hilarious, but it's
2: still very dramatic.
1: It's very Zach Baggins. You guys need to go see Zach Baggins do that.
2: So um, I thought Christine would like that. That was great. That was a,
1: a fucking cherry on top of that story. I'll tell you what.
2: Good. So that's the Yuma Territorial Prison.
0: Yuma Territorial
1: Prison. Yeah. Wow.
0: offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code DRINK. Daylight saving time is starting up again. It may feel like there are more hours in the day, but if you're hiring, it doesn't necessarily help you find qualified candidates any sooner. There's only one way to do that, ZipRecruiter. Right now, you can try it for free at ziprecruiter.com slash drink. ZipRecruiter works around the clock to find qualified candidates for you. Once you post your job on ZipRecruiter, they send it to 100-plus job sites so you reach more of the right people. ZipRecruiter's smart technology also quickly scans thousands of resumes to identify people whose skills and experience match your job. Spring forward with a new hiring partner, ZipRecruiter, and find top talent sooner. See why 4 out of 5 employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash drink. Once again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash drink. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So, ready
1: for a story? Yeah. So, I got an email um today, actually, from Paula from Brazil. Ooh. And she sent this suggestion, and I... It was this morning and i kind of clicked on it and looked into it and i got like completely sucked in and i decided to i had a plan already like i had notes for something i was going to do today and instead i scrapped those and went with this instead okay so this is the story of suzanne from okay suzanne von richthofen so she's brazilian but also german oh yeah it sounds
2: <laughs> unless you really butchered the brazilian accent
1: suzanne von richthofen um so she was born in it, you don't know what I imagine. I guarantee you okay. I won't. Well, I didn't either, and it was actually one of those ones okay, weirdly enough, this is the second week in a row I've done a Brazilian story. Remember? I did the guy who um was on the TV show oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. he was like hiring hitmen to kill people for yes. his show. So this is another Brazilian one. Um I don't know why, but they're just like catching my attention these days. And weirdly enough it's really hard to find English versions of any of these articles, so I had to really dig for this, but (laughs) it is fascinating. So this is the story of Susanna von Richthofen. She was born November 3rd, 1983, which BTW makes her a Scorpio. Wow. Take that as you will. No comment. She was born to a German father and a Brazilian mother and grew up in Sao Paulo, Brazil as a happy but shy child. In the summer of 1999, she was 15 years old and started taking Brazilian jiu-jitsu classes. It was there that she met a young man named Daniel Cravinos de Paula A. Silva.
2: Cool. (laughs) You know.
1: (laughs) Him. And they started dating. So at this point, Suzanne's family's net worth was about $5.5 million. So her dad was like a German engineer and was really successful. And so her family had a lot of wealth. Um, And it's suspected that at this point, when she turned 18, her dad created two anonymous Swiss bank accounts. So her father opened them in her name in November 2001, and the two accounts are estimated to have contain at least 10 million euros, which is a lot of fucking money.
2: It's a, it's a, I mean, it's, it's pocket change.
1: So she's dating this guy named Daniel from jujitsu class, right? Mm-hmm. So at first, Suzanne's family doesn't seem to have a problem with him, but pretty soon they find out that he doesn't go to school, he doesn't have a job, and he smokes pot every single day. Cool. He's a winner. What a winner. And keep in mind, she's like, 16 or 15 or 16 at this point so they're like um actually we don't really like this and what year is this she met so she met him in 1999 when she was 15 okay and that's when they started dating i hear you so at first they were like okay you have a boyfriend that's fine but it started to get serious and he you know wasn't working wasn't making any money wasn't going to school um smoked pot constantly and so obviously they were like we're not really into this Mm -hmm. um understandably and they did not really approve of their relationship so in july of 2002 suzanne's parents went on vacation and daniel her boyfriend moved in with suzanne and her younger brother for a month she loved it she was thrilled that her boyfriend could live with her at her family's estate
2: like was just there though because the family was out of town.
1: Yeah, so her parents okay. went out of town and he just kinda like So he's like just kinda squatting there. Slipped on in. Yep. Gotcha. Yep, 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 yep. So when the parents got home, uh Suzanne asked if they would pay for an apartment for her and Daniel to live in together because she thought it would be a great idea for them to live together since they spent a month together at their her parents' house and she's like, This is a great right. idea.
2: I mean that sounds about as realistic as it can get, so
1: Right. True love. So her dad said, um, she could do whatever she wanted as long as she earned the money herself. She did not like that Mm. very much.
2: Weird. She, wait, so she couldn't just do what she wanted for no money at all?
1: Yeah. Isn't that amazing?
2: But that's how I live my life. Yeah. We
1: do everything for no money ever.
2: Right, 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 right. Mm -hmm. I just go to my day job for like the compliments.
1: Yeah. It's fun to just kind of like be like, look, Snapchat world. I'm at my, my job.
2: My job. Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. Drink. Okay, so her parents were like, no, fuck that. If you want to pay for it, that's fine, but we're not paying for it. Mm -hmm. So she continued to meet up with Daniel in secret um, because her parents obviously did not approve. And at this point, she was about 18. So she was like an adult and she was really pissed that her parents weren't paying for her to move out with her stoner boyfriend. Right. So she and Daniel had been together for about three years at this point on the evening of October 31st, 2002. Suzanne took her little brother to a local internet cafe to meet his friends, and uh, she got home, made sure her parents were asleep, disarmed the alarm system, and then let her boyfriend Daniel, who was now twenty-one, and his brother Christian, who was twenty-six, into the house. The brothers went upstairs to Suzanne's parents' bedroom oh, and boy. beat both of the parents with iron bars. Okay. Um, unfortunately, they did not pass away right away and um they had something where i guess if you break a certain part of your face there's like (laughs) this is really upsetting trigger warning skip forward if you need to there's like a a noise that happens if you break like part of your like nasal passages um and so so the boyfriend daniel went and got a bunch of wet towels or a bunch of like water from the bathroom and tried to drown the parents and that didn't work so instead he tried to take wet towels and smother them and that killed the father but the mother was still alive so he took a he took the towel and strangled her to death so it took a very long time Um, he finally killed the parents and meanwhile Suzanne was sitting in the living room waiting for them Uh, After the murder, the three of them decided to make the house look like a break-in. So they took cash from the parents' wallets, and then they went into the library and made a big mess, and they spread a bunch of papers around and tried to make it look like somebody had burglarized the house. Um, Next, Suzanne and Daniel headed to a motel, while Christian, the older brother, stopped at a fast food restaurant to get snacks.
2: Yeah, I mean, you're always (sighs) hungry after a night like that. After
1: you fucking murder people, right?
2: Yeah that makes me think like how many times have I been in a McDonald's and like just standing next to like and they're just like someone that might have just come from doing
1: that yeah they're like I'm so hungry because I just fucking drowned someone with a towel even I were
2: just talking about this like not like they say like you probably walk by like six murderers in your life right but, like, also, like, statistically, even if that's true, not all of them were intentional murders. Like, something really horrible could have happened, and they, like, yeah. killed someone by accident. Well, or you, they could have been doing it to protect someone or themselves, you Well, know? and you don't
1: even think about, like, the people you walk past who didn't murder someone, but who, like, domestically abused someone. Or right. Or who, like, fucking hurt their kids. Or who, I mean... Well,
2: even I were talking right before that we started recording, though, like, I wonder how many people we walk by were like, we were almost the victim. Oh, fuck! And, like, like a, like, a murderer, like... You just passed his test to, like, not be the person he goes after. And the
1: fascinating thing is, like, hearing about when the Golden State Killer was arrested because so many people came forward and were like, I knew that guy. Or, like, I met that guy. And I was like, fuck you, and blew him off. Yeah. Like, I could have... I was this close to being the victim, but I, you know, somehow avoided it. Like, so many people came forward like, oh, yeah, that guy fucking creeped on me, too. It's just horrifying. Yep. (sighs) Anyway. Yeah, so basically he stopped at a fast food restaurant i don't know where'd he go wendy's no probably not he probably went to
2: Some are horrible
1: i don't want to say anything because now i'm gonna offend everyone
2: me either but something that's just covered in grease and is cheap
1: um del taco oh i love me at del taco but
2: covered in grease and cheap yeah i mean that's most things really we could still stay pretty ambiguous with that description jack
1: in the box okay but yeah. not tim hortons no anything but tim hortons yeah no um, so basically the next morning, so he stopped at a fast food restaurant and got them food. The next morning, um, Suzanne and Daniel picked up, uh, her little brother, Andreas at the, so it was 3am. So the next morning, basically mm-hmm. she picked up her brother at the, uh, internet cafe that she had dropped him off at 3am. At he was still palling around. How old is this kid? Uh, like 16. Like they were like, Oh, hang out with your friends on a Saturday night. I like how they still were at the internet cafe. When I was 16, if someone
2: said, you, you get until 3 a.m., I was, like, at Waffle House. I was passed out <laughs> oh, in a I field.
1: Was, man, I <laughs> was at Waffle House.
2: <laughs> I mean, I was either at Waffle House or me and my friends were passed out in a field or we were vice versa.
1: <laughs> Listen, I have no explanation for this. I think probably what happened is she's like, I'll pick you up soon and then fucking forgot about him or picked right, him right, up right. later. Because it seemed like she dropped him off at, like... 10 p.m right and was like i'll be he's like
2: i don't like the internet this much yeah i literally
1: (laughs) think he was like 15 like he wasn't that old and i'm pretty sure they just dropped him off and then fucking forgot about him or some shit so they picked him up at 3 a.m and were like whoops sorry picked him up and then got home and quote unquote discovered the murder of their parents oh shit this poor fucking kid like they
2: drove the kid to the house knowing that he was going to be forever traumatized oh yeah
1: Mm. um they got there called the police said oh my god look what we found Uh, The investigators showed up, obviously investigated everything, uh, but they were doubtful that the crime was a burglary, uh, like it was presented, especially when they noticed that the alarm had been turned off Mm. uh, and the mess in the house looked forced. For example, the papers that they had taken from the library were spread out in like a very like even way as if they had like taken a pile of papers and (coughs) kind of whooshed them outward. So it looks like really uh, forced. And Suzanne herself seemed extremely calm and collected. So uh, the day after her parents were murdered, Suzanne and Daniel were actually found swimming together in the family pool, joking around and, like, flirting and having fun in the pool. And hours after her parents' burial, she went out to celebrate her 19th birthday with her friends and went oh my God. crazy and got drunk. So they were like, something's going on here. So investigators began to focus on Suzanne and her boyfriend and started tailing them. So Christian, who was her boyfriend's older brother, who was 26, uh, 10 hours after the murder, bought a motorcycle in cash. He spent $3,200 in cash paying with $100 bills. Okay.
2: <laughs> so what I'm hearing is all of these people are not actually really strategic at They're all. They're not
1: smooth. No. They're not smooth. No. So he uh, spent over $3,000 in cash on a motorcycle 10 hours after Right. Um, the parents were murdered. Yes. So on. So he was arrested. So it was a few days after the murder. He was arrested and he confessed pretty much immediately. And so then his brother Daniel and Suzanne herself were arrested as well. And she confessed to the murder as well. So Suzanne was released in May 2005 and awaited her trial for about a year while under house arrest. So she was at home, but she had to wait about a year for the trial to begin. Like
2: home at mommy and daddy's estate or like yeah. home, like the place that she now had to pay for on no, her own?
1: No, like home, 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 home. Like what she always knew. Like, oh, great. Like home. That's nice. Millionaire home. Yep. Gotcha. Um, so as for the motive, it was suspected that Suzanne wanted to be free to be with Daniel while, of course, having access to her parents' enormous fortune. Right. Um, and at the time of their death, they find out later that the parents' wealth was estimated to be about $17 million. Ooh. Yeah, which because they didn't even know about like the $10 million in the Swiss bank accounts and stuff. So like it was about $5 million, they thought. But then they kind of looked into it and realized, oh, no, they're worth like $17 million. Jeez. And all of that money would go to Suzanne because she was the oldest sibling if they were to pass away. So that was like the clear motive. Um, on June 5th, 2006, Suzanne and the Carvino's brothers, so that's um, Daniel and his brother Christian, were put on trial. All three of them were put on trial in Sao Paulo for what is the equivalent of first degree murder in Brazilian law. At the trial, Suzanne blamed Daniel for everything, saying he manipulated her into murdering her parents, while the brother said they only did it because she wanted them to. So it was kind of a stalemate at that point. Um, At the trial, Daniel claimed that Suzanne was physically violated by her father. But not only did her younger brother, Andreas, deny the claim, but she herself was like, no, that's not true. Oh. So he tried to throw it out there as like a...
2: Like trying to, like, save them with a reason.
1: Yeah, like create, like, some sort of backstory. And she was like, no, that didn't happen. It's
2: like, okay, save yourself, buddy. Yeah. If you're trying to get through this. Yeah.
1: So she was like, no, that didn't happen. Um, The defense also tried to argue that the Richthofen parents were alcoholics, but the autopsy ended up detecting zero alcohol in their bodies. So that was also a lose-lose argument. Um, The prosecutor, however, called Suzanne the mastermind of the crime, called for 50 years of imprisonment for all three of the defendants. And he actually described Suzanne as the personification of the evil blonde Hmm. Which I don't know how to feel about that. I don't know. Mm. The evil blonde. Hmm. Um. So the Brazilian public was absolutely transfixed by the story, mostly because if you think about it, there's like this upper class, like beautiful blonde girl who was like well behaved. She did ballet. She spoke three languages. She had money. And then she fucking was like the mastermind behind this heinous, like cruel crime. Right. Um, So the public was like absolutely fascinated by this. On July 26, 2006, um, Suzanne was sentenced to 40 years in prison for the murder of her parents. Daniel, her boyfriend, got the same sentence. And his brother, Christian, was sentenced sentenced to 38 years for conspiracy. Mm. Even though he went and killed the parents with his brother. So who knows? I guess it wasn't premeditated as much with him sure i'm not sure
2: also i feel like he had to have like some sort of some there was a loose screw in him for it to be like oh i'm willing to put my whole life and career and future on the for line for my brother my brother's, my brother's girlfriend's, girlfriend's parents yeah agreed agreed it's
1: like hmm not that there's
2: not a you squ- must really love your brother
1: yeah not that there's not a screw loose or like you must love violence or something like there, right it is not that there's not a screw loose to the young girl or young woman who wants to murder her parents obviously but But like
2: you're so far
1: detached like so detached.
2: you you have reason to be like yeah it's not really like worth it in the cards
1: for me he's just like no this i'm not gonna profit from this right like um, i mean i guess he bought a motorcycle so i guess unless they agreed yeah like but i guess he they told him like he could get cash out of it because he bought that motorcycle right like that seems like a big leap if she's doing it for love it seems like a big leap for the brother-in-law or whatever to yeah, like yeah
2: kill your not even in-laws kill your yeah brother's girlfriend's parents and we'll give you a
1: motorcycle it's like
2: um why don't you just work
1: for a year 100 a motorcycle 100 and he got 38 years in prison instead of 40 so it's not like he got off easy right um so as of may 2016 um is in custody in a woman's prison outside sao paulo uh, the case itself sparked a discussion among the Brazilian public regarding the nature. Okay. So this is where I got like really interested in this and I don't know if you are, but okay, <laughs> you, you gotta be a part of it anyway. Oh, I'm on the ride. <laughs> Get ready. Um, so this sparked like a really interesting discussion among the Brazilian public regarding the nature of evil and mm. debating the true worth of family values and the effects of education. Um, sort of, uh as a counterbalance to like whether someone is evil or whether they're going to commit something evil. Um, and people also debated whether Suzanne was the evil mastermind behind the crime or whether she was just so smitten with Daniel that he was using her as kind of a tool. Um, I of... like how
2: in other countries, like just two people have to die from violence and we're like questioning ethics and like where people are coming from and like fucking <laughs> <laughs> philosophical reasons. And is it worth it? Or what should we change?
1: Yeah. Just because two people died. Yeah, the public is like, we need to address the big, bigger societal impact. Right. Let's address this and analyze it from head
2: to toe and try to find a way to make this better. Yeah, exactly.
1: A lot of people originally were on Suzanne's side. And they were like, you know what? She was used by this guy that she was in love with. She was young. She wanted to impress him. She was impressionable. And that was the case until Suzanne was getting ready to be on a TV interview. And her lawyer, this gets bonkers her lawyer didn't realize the cameras were rolling Mm. he instructed suzanne to cry loudly during the broadcast to create public sympathy oh
2: wow so was her lawyer robert durst (laughs)
1: yes (laughs) probably um yeah so her lawyer was literally like okay like he didn't know he was on camera and he was like Okay, so when the cameras start rolling, start crying really loudly to create public sympathy. And it all got on camera and people were like, what the fuck? He had to tell her to cry about her parents' murder? Mm-hmm. So that obviously was not a good look. And then, moreover, in court, Suzanne was, like, super cool, like, cool as a cucumber, like, didn't give a fuck. And the Carvinius brothers, uh, Daniel and Christian cried pretty much through the whole trial like they couldn't stop themselves they were so overwhelmed and like crying the whole time and at one point apparently she started laughing during the trial and so she was just not a good look for uh right right, right. getting herself off scot-free so people this is where my like i studied philosophy in undergrad for a while and this is where my like philosophy brain comes in mm-hmm. so people have analyzed suzanne through the lens of hannah aaron's theory of the banality of evil which is actually uh part of what my mother wrote her PhD dissertation on. So I got to text her and pretend like I was really smart <laughs> through my podcast. And I was like, hey, mom, let's talk about the banality of evil. And she's like, what the fuck are you doing? And I was like, it's a podcast thing. And she was like, oh, God. Um, but I will say so. Can yeah. I, Renata, I, Renata, use your PhD for my podcast. Renata, Dr. Renata, are get you it so together. proud? <laughs> she was like, I guess I should enjoy this. <laughs> Um, So Hannah has this uh, theory on the banality of evil, which is, like, questioning whether doing something evil inherently makes you evil or whether, like, a good person can do something evil without them being an evil person. Okay. So I just got really into that whole uh, whole theory. And a lot of people, and again, like, Brazil being all philosophical about this whole thing i mm-hmm. thought it was fascinating because that's so not the American. So Like applying an issue that's actually right. happening to the world to like a, a 19th century like philosophical or right, right, a 20th right. century like philosophical standpoint yeah i know um so i thought that was really interesting um so in 2002 due to speaking of uh you know a good person doing something evil due to good behavior suzanne was allowed temporary departure from jail on mother's day Oh, yippee. Because I guess in Brazil, you get to have the day off on Mother's Day from jail. And they said they don't discriminate against people who murdered their parents on Mother's or Father's Day.
2: You mean she gets to have Mother's Day off even though her mother doesn't because she killed her mother? Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. I was reading it, like, trying to understand, and it was like, well, there's no law saying if you kill your mother, you can't have Mother's Day off. So they had to let her have Mother's Day off. Even though she killed her mother right. I it just blew my mind and not, I, I like researched that and I found another great example of a woman named Anna Carolina Yatoba who murdered her stepdaughter and was also allowed Mother's Day off, even though uh, she murdered her fucking stepdaughter because it's just the law that you can have Mother's and Father's Day off
0: geez.
1: in Brazil. It's just like a law and they couldn't't they, they don't have like a specific exception.
2: They should probably... Start that? Change that up. <laughs> so, in
1: 2014, the media sort of... Okay, so after after the Mother's Day thing, people kind of, like, forgot about it and moved on. But in 2014, the media checked back in with Suzanne, um, and guess what? She had some fun developments. Mm-hmm. What happened? <sighs> uh, so... It turns out that during her 12 years in prison, she had become an evangelical, first of all. Oh, Christ. She had stopped fighting for her inheritance in an effort to reconnect with her brother. Good, good. To be like, sorry about killing mom and dad. Oops. Oopsies, I don't need that $12 million anymore now that I'm in jail for 40 years. (laughs) Call it even. (laughs) Let's just like shake on it and place categories again. Yeah. But here's the thing. I miss Bananagrams with you. Oh, I do too. But here's the thing. If she had gotten like out of jail on good behavior or whatever the swiss bank accounts that were in her name she would have had 10 million dollars to her name when she was released just keep that in mind like if she were able to get released even after 40 years but like typically if she were to get out early on parole she would have gotten that ten ten million 10 million plus um to her name for herself Jeez. and her her brother the whole time was trying <clears> to like sue for half of it because he's out there living with no parents and no sister and, and no money. He, and no money, and he's younger, and like he's trying to get the money, and she's fighting him on it. So she finally stopped fighting for the money. In September of, It gets weirder, by the way. In September of 2014, she gets married to a woman um, in the jail. That's not weird. That's fine. It is? Yes.
2: For a woman to marry another woman. It is? Sometimes. I mean, I don't actually really agree with it.
1: Wait, I don't understand. Happy Pride. Oh, my God. I'm sweating so much. This is so confusing for my... Your straight My deeply brain. Catholic brain. No, no, no. <laughs> so, point is, she got married. It gets... Okay, um, it gets so fucking weird. Just buckle up, okay? Okay.
2: So she now gets, she's
1: gay? Yeah, 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 sure. Okay. And that's the least weird thing of anything that happens. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. So she marries a woman. Okay, sure. Um, she decides to move from her evangelical wing because apparently that's a thing Uh to the married cell, um, which is also a thing where, so she can sleep with her wife at night, like sleep in the same bed. And there are eight other couples. So there are nine couples that live in this married cell together.
2: 18 people in one cell. Yeah. That's called like Jersey Shore.
1: That's Yeah. It's a reality show. Holy shit. Write that down, Eva. The Real Housewives of Brazil oh my god the real house convicts. The real jailbirds the, of, real, the real
2: jailbirds of brazil
1: oh my god right the real down. lesbian jailbirds of brazil oh my god i'm oh gonna oh, oh my god i'm in it i'm on it i'm in it i'm on it producer credit so she's like i'm gonna move in with her and stay in this um thing suzanne is now happily married to her wife sandra who is serving 27 years for the kidnapping of a businesswoman and for her role in the death of a small child who was kidnapped and murdered in 2006 after a ransom went unpaid. Hmm. So that's great. Great. Sandra had previously actually already been married in jail. Uh, oh. to a woman named Eliza Matsunaga, another famous inmate. Who, What's the
2: most evangelical thing I've ever heard? Oh, divorcing oh, a
1: lesbian to marry another. This is a TLC show if I ever fucking heard one. <laughs> she was married to this woman who was in prison for killing and dismembering her husband in 2012. So, woof. So much drama. Um, Suzanne worked in the prison garment factory with the two of them, and they developed a love triangle leading Suzanne and Eliza to break up so that, uh, so that no not suzanne and eliza god damn it uh sandra and Elisa to break up so that sandra would go be with i think if
2: i was in a love triangle and the person i'm competing against has murdered their family <laughs> i think
1: i'm just gonna bow out to be fair they all murdered their family okay that's that's fair they're even <laughs> okay. the other one murdered her husband the other one dismembered him the other one murdered a small child like they're all pretty fucked up right okay um what this is like orange is a new black but like brazil style yeah i don't even, I don't know. even know
2: how to how to phrase that
1: uh brazil so... is
2: the new evangelical gay
1: church of murderers <laughs> <laughs> yep that's the most succinct way yep that's it um so they were together then it was a love triangle then sandra um was like no i want to be with suzanne and then guess what Suzanne turned down, she actually turned down parole in order to stay in prison with her new wife. Well, if that's not love. She had the chance at parole. And there were articles being like, she's going to get paroled and get out early. No, she decided after like 20 years, I don't want to get out. I want to stay in prison in my weird married cell with Sandra, who murdered her. You know what? I think we all wish we had a love like that. It's quite a love, indeed. That's a loyalty, is what it is. And since then, um, Suzanne has not been in the news much, which is probably a good thing. And she's still in there. And her oh, her brother, I think, won the um, the, the, money. the battle over the money. And he was like several years younger, which was just really sad. So yeah, I th- he lost all his entire family, basically. So. I feel like if you lose your entire family, like at least give the guy 17 million dollars. Let him fucking like have a have a life, please. Yeah. Um so that's the story of Suzanne von Suzanne von Richthofen, you
0: uh-huh. know,
1: of Brazil. Right. Wow. Was that not bananas or what? Oh no, that was bananas. It was nuts, as
2: sugarbush might say. <laughs>
1: Okay, I'm going to go find um, a geoscope slash juniscope slash something scope. Um, Everyone scope. Everyone scope. So stay tuned. I'll be right back. Okay, we're back from the commercial and Eva just found the Arizona Highway magazine on eBay. So We don't know if it's the one with the story in it, but we should probably just buy all of them. But it is so
2: good. We should just get a subscription to Arizona Highways. Somebody give us that? Is there a Highways magazine for each state? Is there?
1: I don't know. Oh my. Oh my God. I don't know how to handle that. Imagine if we had 50 subscriptions to different Highways magazines. (laughs) I would, our PO box mail place would kill us. All right. Are you ready for a Scorpio scope? Yeah. Your heart and body So this is for Geo and all the Scorpios Right Including um, Suzanne, this bitch who killed her parents Right <clears throat> Your heart and body are in the 21st century But some of your emotions are stuck way back in the past Get out your feather duster And rid your mind of those pesky cobwebs As soon as you can Exclamation point these memories or preoccupations are keeping you from feeling as relaxed and confident as you could. Why are you holding on to ideas, philosophies, or viewpoints that just aren't relevant anymore? Let them go and expose yourself to cutting-edge thinking, Scorpio. It's
2: like Geo finally accepting Juniper.
1: It is! Oh, by the way, you guys, they're best friends now.
2: They chase each other all day.
1: They play constantly... It is actually quite sweet. It is quite sweet. All right. That's all I got for you guys.
2: Uh, reminder, we are not doing our Facebook Live this month. Um, just a heads up. We're doing one offline.
1: in July and then two classic Kevin stories, if he agrees.
2: <laughs> yes. And uh, in a couple of days, we have our Hollywood show. Um, it's sold out. But thank you to everyone that's coming. We're excited to meet you.
1: And... That's it on my end. That's it on my end, too. Um, We are super pumped. We're doing some East Coast tours coming up in November. I know it doesn't seem like it's coming up, but it's going to come fast. It's like four or five months away. We're hopefully adding some shows there. We also have some exciting announcements coming up. There's a lot of things changing over here. Um, but we want to thank everyone who also gave us birthday presents. That was so nice. And that was super nice. We're going to do like... Um, a fan mail video soon because we got a bunch of packages that we haven't picked up from the post office yet um so thank you everybody and that's why we drink also you can find us on itunes facebook oh,
2: I thought you were like an only itunes should we do that
1: whole thing <laughs> should we we usually do
2: right sure i don't know if you wanted to do it i don't know i just know we don't have we've already talked a lot
1: I mean, at this point, it doesn't matter. This is just the ending. No one listens to this anyway. Oh, okay. Then really, we could I, you could find us on Pluto, Neptune, Mars. Oh my
2: God! Just you can that- find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter atwwd podcast. You can also find our Patreon at atwwd podcast. You can find our website, and that's why we Our merch, in that's we drink. and that's why we drink dot com. You can email us at that's why we drink at gmail dot com, where you can send us your personal true crime and paranormal stories. We put out a new listeners episode every first of the month. And that's why we drink. Love you guys.
0: Bye.
1: When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice.
0: Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac?